All right, here we go with part two. I hope you guys enjoyed part one. All right, and like I said, it was a wonderful conversation. I think these, knowing the kids like this are going to be the next generation that takes over, I'll be fine. And every time people say, oh, this next generation is just horrible. Well, I think of these kids and I think, well, we're probably going to be all right. Maybe the kids you know are terrible. But the next generation kids that I know are doing pretty good. So let's get on with part two. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes. You've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish. So what is right what is your so 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 the the path that you're going on, Keith, you know, you're going to be going to college here pretty soon. And the girls here, they've already, you know, they're in college and have gone to college. What do you think is the, the, the best thing that you're looking forward to going to college? And then on that note, Hannah, and what do you think is the best thing that you did in college that you should, that you should tell Keith to be weary of or to go for? And then, and then Connor, you're just a troublemaker. So I, I can't wait to hear what you say. I mean, I think I have a good thing to say. I know that's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, okay. I mean, I'll let them speak first because they have experience. I mean, I'd like to hear more of like what it's actually like. So I went to a really small college. I went to Milwaukee School of Engineering. Um, and I mostly went there because it was heavily lab focused and the college only has about eight to 10 majors and eight of the 10 are engineering. So I really enjoyed how like incredibly focused it was. Um, but I do feel like I missed out a little bit on like that big college feel. So I think you might have a like more fun at um, U of I, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. There's ups and downs with both. I, I know I wanted to go into like science for a long time. So this one got me into labs like every semester. So that's why I went to a, like a smaller school. And plus it was just Milwaukee's a really cool city. Um, but I definitely think it'd be at least fun to try like a bigger college. I know Connor went to like a medium school college. So, yeah. Um, well, I, I was initially going to like, it was like, division two if that like you know for sports and stuff and like it was growing as i was there and it was a liberal arts college which i uh, really liked um because i liked learning about different things and bringing it together um but my biggest thing from because i was going to um that school and then uh the where i'm working right now they actually provide free college online so i've been doing that to finish my degree because College is expensive, and if I can get free college from working, that's great. But the biggest thing I took from my uh, other school was studying abroad was an amazing experience that I would definitely promote anyone to do. And, like, 
it was I ended up studying eight weeks in China, seven weeks in Japan, and then I did two week program in Germany. And those were the best experiences I've ever had. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was great. Well, I remember just before uh, Hannah started college, you, you know, your dad was like, oh, man, she's going to get in this really good school, Milwaukee School of Engineering. And I live in Milwaukee, so I know. And he goes, oh, man, it's real expensive. I said, well, don't you worry, man. That'll give you good practice for the other two because they're smart, too. <laughs> and I said, I said, you're going to need a big, long bid. And he goes, oh, no. Damn it. <laughs> you know, why, why do they got to be smart? And I said, I don't know. I said, but he was, he was pretty excited. Yeah. You know, I'll never forget that. He was, he was pretty nervous though beforehand because he wanted to make sure that, you know, you guys got exactly what it is you wanted. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was definitely weird about it because uh, I applied to a couple different schools, but I really wanted just MSOE. So I just accepted it and never visited the college or visited Milwaukee. So the first time all of us were up there was the day I was moving into the dorms. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice, it's a nice area there. There's a lot of stuff going on down there. Uh, of course, you know, with the with the trolley, the train system they just put in, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, controversial opinion though. Um, but I, I also like the hop. Yeah. Oh well, it depends if you're if you're, uh, you know, I don't, I, I could see the possibility of it being a great thing, especially if they expand it. I wish they'd go by the lakefront, but then there are people who will say that they don't like it no matter what. Yeah. Just like just like there are people who will, and people have heard me talk about the show about the Foxconn project. There are people who love that thing, even though they absolutely have done nothing and they never will. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That one I agree on, yeah. But the hop, I have hopes that it will one day get expanded. Oh, I'm, in fact, uh, I was, uh, I'm going to try to uh, work out a deal. Uh, if I can corner the mayor where I can, you know, try to, I want to drive the thing. <laughs> you know, if I can drive like three trailers across the country, why can't I drive, you know, that thing through Milwaukee, right? Yeah. I mean, it's on an automated track. You just have to stop and start it. Yeah. I want to do it. I think it'd be really cool because the, the, uh, oh, Keith, you love this thing. It looks like a, like a spaceship almost the, the controls right. and it's so clean. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I want to, like, if they do nighttime stuff or something, I want to drive it. I think that would be awesome, you know, just for the experience, you know. Oh. Yeah, my uh, dad comes and visits me in Milwaukee every once in a while. Obviously not the last few months, but, like, last summer. Um, and he loves the hop, so he's super excited. Mm -hmm. um, the last time he came, he took his bike onto the train and then took um, to Chicago and then took the Amtrak up and then got on the hop with his bike and then rode around Milwaukee. So he's just super excited for public transportation because it's not something he gets to do most of the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's a big advocate for the public transportation. And just his bike. He drives it everywhere. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, he had a bike uh, in Bloomington, yeah. which, is, which is a place we all go to and someone stole it. He was he was sad, devastated, because for Christmas we got him a bunch of parts for it too. Sad is not the word that I would have used, but <laughs> you know, yeah. And yeah. and the worst part about it was where he had parked it was right there by a bunch of cameras, and yet you know, the security of the, the facility refused to look at the cameras to see who what happened. 
Yeah, he was really. That's so lame. Oh, that I was I was quite upset about that myself. You know, because because yeah. here because what happens we get to Bloomington, California, and you got to kill time. So you have you have a couple of choices. Do you want to sit in the break room and just be angry that you're sitting there waiting, or <laughs> and a lot of people do do that, or do you want to go out in the parking lot? You know, maybe go for a walk, go explore the area. Um, you know, just because you have a rough idea how long it's going to take. You know, so it's like for me right now, uh, I go out and I fly the drone. Oh, fun. Yeah. And I, it, yeah. You know, go spy on the neighbors, you know, the houses next door, <laughs> you know, just fly the drone. And because you get to see the area in a way you never get to see it. But, or I'll go for a walk, or maybe I'll, if it's daylight, I'll take the camera, I'll go take some photographs. Uh, when I was running with your dad, uh, we, we, we go for a walk or something, I take the camera with me. Uh, there was one. Oh, Keith, you're gonna love this one. Uh, I was with uh, Southpaw and the girls. You, you probably saw the photo, and we were on the salt flats, and uh, and there's you know this just white salt everywhere. And I said, well, I want to get a, you know, some scale. I need you to go to scale. Walk out there, and I'll take a photo. All right, how far do you want me to go? I just keep going, man. Just keep going. So he walks out. And, How's that? Josh, just keep going, man. Just keep going. Yeah, he must have walked out like a mile or so, and he's like, oh my I ain't walking no farther. You know, it's getting dark. Come on, take your photo. You know, but he was always really good about that because, you know, he was, you know, it was a lot of, whenever you're, you know, uh, as a driver, and, you know, Keith's dad this way too, whenever you start a new project or you're working on something, as drivers, we're naturally inquisitive, I think, because we we have so much time to think about things. And it's always, you know, I like when I do like a video or something, I always bounce it off these guys and they're always up for it. But uh, when I was driving with your dad, he was a great, uh, you know, he was a great uh, collaborator. You know, I'd make him go out there and, you know, he'd get involved with whatever. And sometimes I go stand over there by that cliff. I ain't going no farther next to that cliff, you know, because I got one and I got a great silhouette of him. Um, Keith, your dad, I'd be like, come on, get over there. You ain't taking a picture of me. Don't even try it. <laughs> I'm like, why not, dude? I'm not gonna do it. Okay, 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 okay. But you know, it's all fun, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know, because I mean, we do see a lot of because you, you, you're you're gone. You have to make up for it by make you know by doing things that are like go visit some site or uh, you know like the snake uh, snake river canyon or something. Hmm. Or like mm-hmm. with uh, your dad, Keith, when he ran with, with uh, Monty, he had lots of time to do things because Monty was always stopped. <laughs> <laughs> always. God, dude. Uh, oh, I'm sure you heard. Oh, he's the worst driver. <laughs> Hope he doesn't listen to this. Oh, it doesn't matter. He he would just laugh. <laughs> Monty would laugh and then tell you about what a bad driver the rest of us are because we didn't take three days to do or six days to do a three day oh. run. Because we were always in such a hurry. He he honestly believes that. Uh, the guy worked in a camera shop, his family camera shop, for his whole life. And I said, well, you know, how, how's the, the Canon whatever with the ISO? How how grainy is that at high ISO? High, high ISO. And he's like, what's ISO? And I'm like, the, the setting on the camera for, for light sensitivity that you you worked in a camera shop your whole life. You, you, you know that you don't know that. I was like, wow. Okay. Well, 
I don't know how you miss that. It's like saying, I've been driving a car for 20 years, but I don't know you got to put gas in it. <laughs> you know, it's like, I thought he was messing with me, but he wasn't. He's a really nice guy, though. But then again, to, to be that slow, you got to be really nice. So basically, if he was a web browser, he'd be Internet Explorer. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty advanced. <laughs> I, I would have to go with something like more like punch card. Netscape. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Opera. Oh, yeah. Go all the way. No, I'd go all the way back to the days when they used punch cards. Wow. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, like, like, have you ever seen real punch cards? No, not in person, at least. Well, maybe in a museum. Oh, see, my dad did, my dad did air conditioning and refrigeration. And the big, huge punch card computers needed a lot of air conditioning because they, you know, they keep the heat down. And so I got to go with them once and this thing took up the whole room and it was just these punch cards flying all over the place. It was quite amazing, actually. I haven't seen one of those in years. I'm sure you could probably buy them on eBay or something, but nobody knows how to work them anymore. Oh, uh, you know who could find it on eBay, though? Uh, my dad. <laughs> I bet he could. Or he'd find it at a thrift store somewhere. We just happen upon it. His oh. In life is, I'm sure you know, but he has to buy everything used. <laughs> from good, goodwill is like that is his number one like gift. He found out like he was looking for pants recently, and like he's like, I, I had to go to Walmart because you know Goodwill's closed. I'm like, Dad, they opened Goodwill, or like my mom told me or something, and like he's like, really? And he like just immediately ran out the door straight to Goodwill. He loves his thrifting. You know, I'd wake up in the truck wasn't moving and I'd look out the door. I'd be like, oh, okay, we're at the Goodwill. Yep. <laughs> and and then if I was really looking for something, you know, if, like if I don't remember what it was, but if I was looking for something in particular, I'd give him, I'd say, hey, I'm looking for this thing. If you run across it, get it for me. Well, how am I going to know? Uh, just if you would buy it for yourself and you were doing this thing, just do it. I trust you. Yeah, because and then he come. I wake up and there'd be like spatulas or you know kitchen knives or mm -hmm. or old you know shoes. You know, the, I mean, it's stuff like the clothing. It all looked brand new. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it, he, I, I spent like ten dollars, got me a couple hundred dollars worth of clothes. Then <laughs> he did. Yeah, um, I like. I was at a point of like a few years ago. I'm like, Dad, I really need a new mattress. Mine's like the same one I've had since like. We moved to this house. Like we need, I need a new one. He's like, okay, I'll look. I'll look at the the thrift stores. He comes back the same day with a brand new, like in the wrapping, uh, like the purple brand mattress for like a hundred dollars. When it's usually like retails for like two thousand. Oh, that is a good like, deal. What? Oh, did you like that? Yeah, I love it. Because I was thinking about the uh, uh, purple was talking about advertising on a show. And I said, well, I, I never had one. So I, I thought maybe I'd try it. I never tried a mattress. He goes, well, Connor got one. I said, well, I, <laughs> can I go over there and just, you know, I, I promise I won't knock her out of the bed or anything. I just, I just want to try it out. I don't think she's going to like that. <laughs> Bro, those no. purple commercials yeah. with all like the, where they like crush the eggs, but they don't break. Those are like, that. if there's like one ad that I've watched through every time without like not skipping it, that would have been one of those ads. Well, now, yeah, it's like satisfying. Now they got the uh, now they got the mattress. 
Before it was just the seat cushions. I think the mattresses right. are fairly new, right? I mean, I've had this one. I've seen the ad that like she's talking about. So you really you like it? I mean, you you could could. Yeah. Well, cause so the big thing was um, when I was in Japan, they had us sleeping in like the, like the you know those Japanese style beds that were just like not really beds, they're just like mats on the floor, and I've always slept on my side and like screwed up my back, um, and so like I come come back to like this like crappy spring mattress that like almost has like things like sticking out. I think we got it secondhand when we came here, like. I don't know. I've had it forever. I'm like, this is not working. And I got the purple mattress because I'm like, I need something to help with because I was getting really bad, like back pains and stuff. And it has helped me a lot with that. So, I, you know, maybe you should get purple on this episode because we're giving them a whole advertisement right now. <laughs> yeah, they um, well, you know, the way the truck bounces around, you know, we all get tossed around. That's one thing, oh, yeah. you know, is is, uh, is drivers. That's one thing I think that you know, when we're home, it, it's kind of hard to sleep sometimes because we're so used to everything bouncing around. I, huh. I think uh, my dad sleeps best in a truck or car. Because, like, that is, if his hobby's not going to Goodwill, it's taking a nap in the car. <laughs> uh, he would he'd be waiting for a, like when he would pick us up from school like especially like high school on his days off he would come pick us up and he would our two he'd take our two shitsus in the car and he'd get there like 30 minutes an hour early just pull up park and then just sleep with the windows open and our dogs are just barking at everyone who walks past and he's just passed out yep. <laughs> oh that's hilarious my dad like n- no matter where he is like if just as long as he's in a bed and he wants to sleep, he'll fall asleep in five minutes. Yep. Like he, he's really good at that. My mom gets like so mad cause she has like trouble sleeping and like falling asleep. And he's just like, like he's out like in seconds. So he's just like, how come I can't do that? Like a <laughs> hidden talent of his. Well, when you, when you get uh, bounced around and tossed around like that, you just, you just learn to do it or you don't drive for long. Yeah, you know, I think one of the people always, you know, uh, a lot of people I drive with, they think, oh, oh, you know, you're a good driver. What this or that, and uh, team driver. No, really, what it comes down to is that, as a good team driver, if you can't sleep in the truck, then that leads to arguments because you get cranky because you didn't sleep, and it's already a small environment, uh, especially with your dad, Keith. When you're running with your dad, there ain't much room in that truck because <laughs> I mean he is a big man and he. You know, he fills that truck up. You know, <laughs> you almost got to kind of, he's so tall. He's, he's just a big guy. You got to squeeze him in there, you know, and it's like, but if you can't, uh, if you can't get used to that living in a small space and that bouncing around, you don't, you don't do this for very long. So being able to sleep is a big, huge thing. But, and I can see where, you know, especially they're taking their naps. I do it too. It's like, oh, there's nothing going on. Okay, quick, five minute nap. Because there's going to be something ten minutes from now that I'm going to want to, I'm not going to want to miss because I'm got to go back on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the the hardest thing for all of us is, you know, leaving our families behind, because that's why we do what we do for our families. So when we have to leave our families behind, it's really rough. Yeah. But the best thing that could happen to all of us, and I'm and I'm speaking for for both of you dads because I know this is true, 
the better that you guys do with school or personal projects or whatever, the, the, the more that you do, Makes you know, sense. Oh, it's, it's, it's everything because, you know, example, you know, when you were doing the plays, Keith, or you were, uh, you know, even when you skipped the grade and all that, you know, your dad was like, he was over the moon, man. I mean, he's, you know, he, he was just, oh, he was just over the top because you're doing things that he wanted to do, but couldn't do and to, I, for I've whatever reason. Had, I've always had so much respect for my dad because of what he does. Like people, I wish more people could understand how physically and mentally tasking truck driving is. Like, I don't understand it because I've never, like, I've never been on a bid. I'm, I can't even drive a car yet, but you know, it just the stuff that he tells me it's, it's very tasking and it's while you are sitting in place and driving, it's, it's much more than that, you know, just to be focused on driving on a road for hours at a time for like days, you know, it's, you're, you're doing nothing but driving and then you come out, come home. And like when he comes home, he wants to just relax. But, you know, sometimes the things that we do together as a family to spend time, you know, he'll end up having to drive us somewhere. So he's he's definitely no stranger to driving at all. Oh, yeah. especially, um, oh, we're going to Alabama this week. Let's go. Right. Yeah. And everybody sleeps on the way down there and he just drives throughout the whole night. You know, and then, of course, that being said with the girls, you know, when uh, he went to MSOE, you know, he was a little scared about the cost. But it was like, hey, I couldn't do something like this. And nobody back home is doing anything like this. Mm-hmm. My daughter's going. Right. You know, he took a lot of, a huge amount of joy in that. And then, uh, you know, same with you, Connor, like going to overseas and all that other stuff. How many people in your family got to do something like that? It's like, yeah, I can't do it, but she's going to do it. You know, she's going to. Exp- like, yeah. He's always been like, if you want to do something like, I like I he always he's always showing me support. You know, he all he asks is that I just do my best and get good grades. He's like, if you want to go to one of them like prestigious colleges or whatever, I like I'm all for it, man. You do what you need to get there. He's like, even if I'm 70, you just help push me up into the truck and I'll <laughs> and I'll keep driving. Yeah, is he still buying you that Camaro though? Oh no, yeah, that was just completely unrealistic. <laughs> dude he's he's always like whenever i mention that i'm like oh what about that camaro he's like dude the insurance on that thing and i'm like yeah no i can't i can't wait to get that ford ranger though just something with wheels dude he 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 told me the exact same thing he's like um when i'm a kid i'm like oh i want a camaro i won't settle for nothing less and he's like dude when when you can drive you're gonna take whatever has a steering wheel four tires and the engine dude he's like you're not gonna complain as long as you can get from point A to point B in a motor vehicle, you're you're gonna have the time of your life. Hey, it that old what it looks like. That old Ranger's a nice truck. Yeah, I, I hey, I can't wait to get inside of it. And he's exactly right. And I'll tell you what, and uh, and this will probably happen with Hannah first. One of these days, like you know, when we get a nice weather day eventually, and things calm down, you know, stop by. You know, when your dad's up here, and we'll take the uh, we'll take the hot rods out. Um, he's he always mentioned that he's like and same with you you know he (laughs) my like my dad's such a cautious driver always so (laughs) driving your beautiful fancy car and i can't i don't know what car it is so you can tell me because i'm oh the 
1923 uh, T bucket. Uh, it was a all in. Yeah, you saw pictures of that one. No, 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 the one that he drove uh, when we used your garage. Um, it was like a convertible one. He drove it to uh, your house. I don't oh, was it the Mustang? Yes. Yeah, there we go. See, I just it's an obvious car that I should know, but I don't. Yeah. My <laughs> that one, he went for that tunnel. He, like, you know, hit the gas a little bit, but he refused to go, like, one mile over the speed limit in this gorgeous car. So I my, told him, I told him to gun it. I said, just when you get to that tunnel, it gets really loud. And so I told him what street to go down. And I was like, have some fun with it. Cause if they're okay, both your dads straight up, if there's anybody that I would ever trust to drive anything I have, it's those two guys, because I've literally mm-hmm. slept thousands of miles going down the road with both these guys driving. My life is literally in their hands. If I can't trust them, I can't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, but you took very, very good care of your car. We we're all like, why? Just just go a little bit faster because it's a gorgeous car. No. <laughs> oh, I told him to gun it. I told him to have a good time. And for you, yeah. Keith, I said, I said, because uh, you like, you know, I think it was a yellow Camaro you wanted. No, I wanted like a nice, um, like that dark red, like crimsonish almost. Oh well, I can't do that. But what I do got is I got a 1923 uh, T bucket that's bright yellow, got no top on it, and I, I actually just I, I actually just looked that up to see what it looks like, and it looks dope. Oh, dude, it's like when you're driving around that thing. You've probably seen photos of it before. I just don't remember. It, but I said, uh, I said, you guys come up during the summer. I said, as long as you're there, you know. He's got a license. He can drive it. I don't care. <laughs> and uh, you just got to be careful because when you hit the throttle, it'll knock you. You know, it'll 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 throw you back. Because mm. the heaviest thing in the car when I'm driving it is probably me. You know, because it's all engine and rails. And then, but Hannah, I don't think you've driven. Connor, you haven't been up yet when we were the cars up, but you haven't been in the bucket. No. Oh, you got to come up with a yeah. bucket. Well, I'm planning on moving up there. So. Oh, yeah. Are you guys gonna roommate? Uh no. Uh I'm gonna that was roommate with her roommates other. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a whole it's, yes, no. We're not but but the siblings are split. <laughs> wow, that was a that was amazing how fast that was, Hannah. That was the response time was just <laughs> No. Have you picked an area yet? Uh no. We were I'm I'm gonna go talk to my roommate about it after this actually. Oh, okay, because, you know, uh, pretty much in Milwaukee, you can, well, you know, there's a lot of good places to live. It's a lot of different things. Uh, the hardest thing probably is parking. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, parking is a real that's, pain. That's something going through my mind. I'm like, almost like, I don't want to bring my car, but it's nice to have a car. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Parking is probably the, but as long as you're in the Milwaukee area, you can get away with public transportation, but parking is, I would have to say, the worst part. Yeah. Because it's like, uh, like between, I live in Cudahy, which is just south of Milwaukee. And then there's like this street called Knicknick, where all these great, fabulous restaurants are and these little kitschy mm-hmm. places. And it's real, you know, like, like just, you know, these like independent places. But the problem is you try to park on that street and it's a nightmare. Yeah. I, whenever I go visit like Hannah, I end up driving everyone everywhere because they're like, I don't want to lose my spot or like, and like, so I'm like, okay, I'll drive. And it ends up just me like 
driving for like 20 minutes trying to find a spot somewhere nearby. Oh, isn't that the worst? I think that's the worst. Yeah. Oh, Keith, when you when you get the little Ford Ranger, you'll really appreciate the fact that it's small. Yeah. That's why I have a little Honda Civic and it's like I can park anywhere. Oh, uh, especially when, when we're on the topic of Oh god. God, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Um, while we're on the topic of cars, like we were driving home from Alabama recently and uh it, it was like the first time I seen this. I seen a BMW i8, dude. It like wow. That it was just pretty, man. We seen it, uh it drove it drove past and I was just like it was the first time I like seen one like actually in real life. It was it was pretty cool. That's why he wants to be an accountant. <laughs> so we can get the fancy cars. Dude, I I actually like like um I like the rear end on that one better than the front end. I don't know. It's just it something about it is like unique. It just looks really cool. But the whole car like as a whole is just like it's it's a great it's a great car. You know, I think the you know when you when you see stuff like that and you know you guys you know you're it's like you're standing on the shoulders of your fathers and your mothers and you're seeing things. And you're, you know, when you when you get what you want, you do what you want, and you explore the world. That's the best way you can honor them, you know. Right. Because that's what sure. that's what they're working for. Right. You know, because yeah. you know, and then you know, if you have kids or whatever, and they see that, and you know, those are the things that that they, you know, nothing else means anything. Mm-hmm. You know, because what are they saving it for? I mean, they know they're only we're only going to be around for so long. So it's about the you know getting the next generation up to speed and doing their thing, and then the next generation after that, it's, you know, and then because that's your that's your immortality right there. The only way we're ever going to reach our immortality is to see our kids do well. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially you know your your two dads, they're they're be- you know they're definitely the most family oriented guys that I know. They literally will do anything they can to get home, especially like band practice or baseball games or uh you know whatever you know that's their thing you know oh my god you yeah band practice he would take like yeah my dad would because like especially like my junior and senior year like for marching band we would have like this like week-long uh trip and my dad would take his vacation so we could chaperone just a bunch of high school kids in a random like in the middle of nowhere in like a cornfield just playing there like practicing for marching band and he would take his whole week off and just hang out and i remember my senior year i got really sick and he was just like he didn't he didn't even drive but he's like you know i can like because we were in the middle of nowhere so he's like he's like i could take this guy's car and go get you stuff i'm like no no it's okay it was really it was nice having him there especially because i'm like i was like not I, I had a really bad fever and stuff, but I kept pushing myself because you know that's what you do. And he was he was a good support during that. Well, he's a he's a musician himself. I mean, he used to yeah yeah when we when we ran together, he used to bring that little guitar, the one that looks like an oar mm-hmm. or like a or yeah like a, his little travel guitar yeah or like or like a like an uppity ukulele. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a couple. He has the the dominer right. Uh, dulcimer we have like a dulcimer we have a mandolin he has hit like his old guitar he has a electric guitar but like and he always wants to like play music with us and it just it's i always feel bad because we like try and have like little jam sessions but 
our music brains are so different because I'm I play French horn. That's very different than an acoustic guitar. He's like self-taught and like he just like he's like, OK, we're going to play this chord. And the way I think about music is different than he does. So I always like try and just like have those like. I don't know, I always want to play music and like get to have those jam sessions with him but it just never happens uh, also string instruments are hard see, so i always feel bad see for me i was trapped i would be driving down the road and then he would be over in a passenger seat playing the guitar and it'd be like uh you know leonard skinner or something three steps and he'd play the same song over and over and over again because he's trying to get it right and then um mm-hmm. and, and i had to sing <laughs> so we'd be going down it was it was so much fun but my favorite thing that he played was uh, yeah. green sleeves i really liked his version of green sleeves nice that was my favorite thing I, I, he could whenever he he i never heard it I, I guess i had heard it but didn't know what it was and then i listened to a bunch of different versions and i guess i guess i like his version the best of all the ones i've, I've heard you know the more intense or more better you know you know better players whatever but it was just it was just the the memory of going down a road and listening to that while we're just cruising down a road is is uh, makes it better, I guess, for me. Yeah, you know, music is amazing. It's so it's so good at bringing people together. Like, there's nothing better than, uh, in my in my case, like there's nothing better than like when we have our long road trips to Alabama or whatever, and uh, my dad puts the XM in the car and we just jam out to our playlist, dude. That's it, there's nothing better, man. Well, you know, and the, and the nice thing about it for him is the fact that, you know, and your dad is, you know, but, you know, the funny thing is we're, we're doing this, this antisocial job where you don't really see a lot of people. Yeah. And both of your dads are like the most social people, you know, they can get both. of <laughs> right. They can talk to anybody, you know, they can, you know, they can Just communicate. Anybody. Yeah, they can on any level. Just the other oh day, yeah he was like um i i forget i think it was um i think it was we were in alabama and one of my granddad's friends come over and uh it's like we we go we have breakfast with him at this one like small little restaurant in this gas station just down the road from my grandparents house um and he comes in and my dad's like oh i'm a handshake guy man but today's world we can't do that it sucks because he's always like a He's always like a handshake or hug for the guys. I, I, I didn't let him hug me. <laughs> no, but he is a very, you know, and a lot of people he are intimidated by him. with everybody. Well, the thing he is, he, 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 he loves to talk to people. He's very social. Both your fathers are. But the thing is, like with your dad, a lot of people are kind of, they're like intimidated him because he's a big, big guy. And then after they talked to him for a couple of minutes, it's like, oh my God, he's like the nicest guy in the world. Right. That's why it was uh, when you're, you know, when your two dads were going to run together, I thought it would have been a great team because I've driven with both of them. And I thought, oh my God, these guys are going to get along just great. You know, because they're both, you know, they're open to different things or exploring or whatever. And, you know, it's too bad that didn't happen. Maybe it'll happen again in the future, but with this COVID thing, it's kind of messed everything up. It's such a weird year. Yeah. The craziest thing is just, um, I guess we'll cut this off pretty soon here because we're going on an hour. I'll probably break this up into two parts. 